Everybody, unless of course you're Queen Elizabeth, she ain't getting up this morning. No. First time in 96 years, she's not awakening to a marmalade sandwich. As we welcome you to the Mark and Kim Show, we're here, wide awake and ready to go, ready to blow into the weekend on this Friday morning. 85, fun, loving degrees today, hot. Oh, but last night it felt so good. It was breezy and nice as yes. the clouds will roll in this afternoon. 85 today, 78 tomorrow for the high. So um, nice. scattered storms might mean that you uh, hopefully enjoyed the practice sessions you saw for the Blue Angels yesterday around town. They were flying all over my house. It was great. I don't. A lot of people were talking about them. Oh, yeah. Great pictures and uh, great video people caught could be anywhere. It's, it's almost like they were. They were all, all over. It was almost. I wouldn't say it was more a practice than it was advertising. Like, yeah. Like right. by the way, here we are. We're flying above you in fighter jets, That's and come true. on oh, out. By the, the way, we're here. Yeah, come on out to the air show this weekend, happening at McGee Tyson Airport. So rain though. It's going to be stormy all weekend long, off and on. We'll see what happens with that. Eighty-two on Sunday, seventies for next week. On this market, Kim show is still on the uh, still on the show, Alex. So. As we started off the show with something called Zadok the Priest. That's who, that's who was singing? or No, that's actually the name of the song is Zadok the Priest. Oh, okay. Yeah, he wasn't singing. It's a, it's a Handel. He's a rapper. It's a Handel song. <laughs> Handel, who uh, composed a song back in the day for the coronation. It's a coronation. It's the coronation song for the monarchy. Oh, okay. okay. As, uh, as the, monarch, uh, the monarchy is, uh, I'd say, dead. Because nobody's in favor of King Charles III. But he's already spoken out and... Spoken Taking out. that crown and put it on his head, and you have to speak out. It just kind of happens, but uh, well, no, actually, I mean the, he's the, had his first, you know, well, speaking. Figuratively, the crown is on his head. He hasn't had his, had no, his, not had his coronation yet, but uh, I'm sure you heard the news yesterday. Seventy years, and and the question is, and it's for the British people as well. I mean, you know, the monarchy. It's, I mean, it's it's fairly silly, right? I mean, yeah. it's it's fairly silly. I saw a lot of people talking about it yesterday. Like, they're not government officials, really. Well, they're I mean, they they of... are the head of state. They actually are the head of state, and and the and the government of England is set up in in her name. The the, uh, the final prime minister Liz Truss in the final photographs of Prince of uh, Queen Elizabeth went and asked. You know, she asked her to set up a government um, in in her name, effectively. And so, I mean, yes, it's a. She doesn't make any laws. She doesn't enforce any laws. But as uh, but she does have hand, if you will. I mean, it's like she does. It's, it's more of like a figurehead position. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, yeah, it's what it is. She sat on the throne for 70 years. I found it interesting <clears throat> that her last meeting or last public thing was on Tuesday with the prime minister. I mean, I, I was like, did she know she was headed out or, you know? Do you, do, we, do any of us know that we're headed out? Do you? Well, no, but I mean, I know she had been ill. I'm canceling. I know I'm dying <laughs> in two days. I'm sorry, Liz Truss. I cannot meet with you. Right. No, but I mean, I mean, I mean, her last meeting was, and her last public thing was with the prime minister. And, you right. Know, well, they have to. They, I just well, found because, that interesting that it was that well, was her last. Blame thing. Boris Johnson then, of course, no, who worked himself out of office. And by the way, that was the 15th prime minister that had served under her. Yeah, reign. which was 15. interesting. Well, I mean, she's had 13 whole thing. 13 presidents visit her, or she's visited yeah. with them, and. Uh, so she uh, she started the mainstream uh, TV movement back in 1953 when she, when her coronation, as you heard there, was Zadok the priest. Um, <laughs> the well, rapper. that's I mean that, that's not a rapper. <laughs> it um, sounds like one yeah, of Chance the rapper and Zadok the priest. Yes, <laughs> um, coronation in 1953 was televised at her insistence. More if you watch the Crown, it was more of Prince Philip's insistence. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that that seen by 277 million people around the world. They're happy when they get you know. 
what, fifty million for the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, and two hundred seventy-seven million people around the world. Some credit it with making TV a mainstream medium. Well, she was so young. <gasps> I mean, twenty-five. It was such yeah. a big deal. Twenty-five. I I think it it was very, um, uh, I guess, looking ahead, very in. Um, what's the word I'm I looking for? I have no for? idea here. Innovative. Well, or- <laughs> yeah, for Prince Philip, you know, to think yeah. of that and say yeah. this needs to be as big a deal as it is, because I think she would have been everything I've ever seen or read about her. She would have been fine just, you know, going about it and, yeah. you know, just have quietly doing it in a room have someplace. You, have you seen and the Crown? I have. Okay, it's good. Yeah, good show. And it's, it uh, is the, uh, the best. The best episode they ever had was the one of her coronation. It was really well done. Uh, so Charles the King at seventy three years old. Camilla Parker Bowles, the mistress that was during the whole Princess Diana thing. Yeah. Uh, she now carries the official title of Queen Consort. And and this was amazing. And it was all over the TV yesterday. I don't know if you saw any coverage of this, but uh, an actual double rainbow, a double rainbow oh, formed over that. Buckingham Palace yesterday. Oh, really? So her and Prince Philip, who just died a few months back. Oh. You know, I mean, what was? I mean, what is that? Right? What is that? I mean, a double. Oh, I didn't a, see that, but that's double crazy. rainbow oh. all the way across the sky. Oh, I didn't see that, uh, but that's no. That's the old double rainbow. No, I know the, what that <laughs> is. Impression of the old double yeah, rainbow. Yeah, I know guy. what that is. The guy was called Bear, wasn't he? Well, I his think name so. Is yeah. Bear. His name is Bear. How do you remember that? Well, his name is Bear. How do you not remember the guy, Double Rainbow Guy, was named Bear? I remember Double Rainbow Guy. That's what I remember. His name is Bear something or other. Yeah, Paul Bear Vasquez. Yes, Paul Bear Vasquez. Not to be confused with Paul Bear Bryant, of course, of Alabama. Of fame. course. Or you Paul know. Bearer Bryant, the uh, guy from the WWE. Right. I don't think his last name was Bryant, but Paul Bearer. <laughs> Paul Bearer. Yeah. Not, Not to, be, to confused. be confused with Paul Bear. Oh, we got to go. We got to go. lot to do today. A whole lot to talk about. Uh, interview with the Hangman today. Yeah. Glenn Powell, Hangman from uh, from Top Gun Maverick, will join the show later on this morning, just after 7 o'clock. Star. Star with a 2.1. Doja Cat in Vegas on the Mark and Kim show. Still on the show, Alex So and his morning did you sees. What do you got for us? Did you see the two fast food employees who tampered with a railroad crossing because they wanted their shift at Wendy's to be slower? Oh my gosh. This is like this is like It's fast food workers again. This is like the bomb threat on your way to school when you didn't have your homework ready. Or you didn't want to take <laughs> right. a test. Right. And so you'll call in a bomb threat. Mm-hmm. Clear the school and you like like you'll not have to take the test or something. That's gonna solve all your problems right there. Yeah, it doesn't compound your problems. Mm-mm, no. Right. Doesn't you know, doesn't get you caught and then you go to some sort of juvie detention. Mm. But uh, so so tell us more. Please. All right. Jesus. So this is a couple of employees at Wendy's. One of them placed a shunt on the track. This railroad a shunt. Um, it doesn't ex- exactly explain how what this you worked. Mean, might cause a derailment. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So okay. they weren't just stopping it; they were going to derail it. Well, yes. Yeah, so there's two different things that that are listed that they did. They also placed a makeshift device on the tracks that messed with the signal sensors that basically. Um, like when a train and, crosses and a certain point, they the know si- it, they know how to do this, but they're working at a fast food restaurant. Apparently, good heavens! If they would put as much effort into their fast food job, maybe mm-hmm. they wouldn't have to work fast food anymore. You maybe would they think. could rise up. You know, maybe start. I don't know, working for CSX or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they were essentially trying to make the gates at this railroad crossing malfunction so that they could somehow block traffic. But and essentially, that would, and that would somehow slow things down at Wendy's. Yes. <laughs> Are that many people coming by um, the train tracks? I mean, do they have to cross the train tracks to get there? Or? They said that if, if they could somehow block traffic, they would prevent people from getting to the Wendy's, and, and they could have a slow night at work. 
Wouldn't I, that be funny? But on the, so so both sides of traffic are blocked by a malfunctioning gate. Right. Think about everybody stranded. Go, well, I guess we got to go eat at Wendy's because here we are. Yeah, we're stuck here. Might as well go <laughs> Might eat. Might as well go. So, yeah, they get a lot of walk-in traffic. What if a right? bus gets stuck and they get exactly. a bus of people? You know? <laughs> Serve them right. Well, how did they, did they get caught? I they, they got caught on video because, of course, they did. Because, you know, we still don't know that everything you do, everything you do is on some sort of video. Yeah. Right. It, live your life that way and you'll stop shunting train tracks. Oh, my God. I wouldn't even know how to shunt a train track. I'm assuming well, they just you say that. I'm assuming they no, just wouldn't. block the sensor so that. But but they, what they didn't realize, and what the people in the the officials pointed out, was that essentially what they did is they made it so that when the train passed by, the signal wouldn't go down, and that someone could have been hit. I mean, they wouldn't know the train was coming. Like they could have caused a, a crash or a derailment. Or you do you know. think they give a damn about that? Well, they probably do now they're in because they're because they just want to work. They, they don't want to have to work hard. Right. <laughs> But they I mean, worked hard to figure this out. Well, this, I is, mean, this is called that quiet quitting we talked about a couple of weeks back. You know, quiet, yeah. they're quietly, they're only going to do as much as they want to do, not as much as that, you know, a job might call for. But right. I'm not sure this is so quiet. I mean, if you're causing. I, I'm just using the phrase. Yeah. That's, I know, Kim, they're not. Would have been a lot louder if there was an accident. What else, yeah. you, what else you got to drive me freaking crazy? Did you see that uh, a citizenship, excuse me, Canadian citizenship swearing in ceremony had to be put on delay yesterday because they weren't sure who to swear allegiance to after the queen died. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, I mean, they're, but they're they're swearing allegiance to the crown. Yeah, but apparently I guess they actually swear allegiance to the the monarch himself. Huh. And so How long will she still be on the money? Cuz she's on their money too. She's the That mo- was a big conversation too that I saw online yesterday. People That's talking why I brought about it up. People, oh, do they immediately switch it? I didn't know. Well, I mean, in the next run of currency will have the new the new monarch, mm-hmm. which is King King Charles III. And people in England or in the UK were saying my entire life, it's been the queen on the money. We're sure. going to have to, you know, it's yeah, going to change. And it will be, the, no, they're not, now you don't have to turn in your old money. Right, right. Yeah. But, well, I was going to say, did they just immediately get rid of everything no, that had no, the queen no, on no, it? No, no, That money will stay in circulation. 70 years of money with her on the Yeah, on the, I mean, that's a lot of it's money. It's going to stay in circulation, but new money printed will have, it'll be the same bill. Mm-hmm. Just with a new, with, just a new with picture. Prince right. King Charles, I guess. Prince King Charles. King Charles. <laughs> and then old Prince King. I had to correct myself. Well, but nobody yeah. knows well, what I don't know, you know. Won't he always be Prince Charles? I mean, I know. Well, no, he's now King, King Charles the Third. I know, but but yeah, so this, he won't always be Prince Charles. Yeah, but I, you people are question, so. The but answer. people are so used to calling him Prince Charles. You see him and think Prince Charles. They're already calling him King, by the way. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, he oh, is, I know. He, he has the, the title. Mm-hmm. His coronation hasn't happened, but he is officially the King of England. Right. Yes. Which means nothing. But I guess yeah. I guess she passed away in the middle of this citizenship ceremony, and there was a huge delay as they're trying to go. Well, what do we do now? It's been 70 years since we've well, had that. Would be wouldn't thing. that be funny? F- 15 years from now, you find out you're not a citizen because right, you swore allegiance to the wrong person. 610, that's, wow. you know, these major things in life that just really keep us from moving forward. Right. Know? More Did You See's next on Star 102.1. Start with a 2.1, Harry Styles. In the middle of a, just a major melodrama on this uh, about this movie he shot with Olivia Wilde and Chris Pine and Florence Pugh. And it's almost like it would take the whole show to try to disseminate. There was a lot more than I knew was going on. I mean, there, well, I knew well, there was what, drama. What, what, what would you know, though? Well, because little, <laughs> no, bits and pieces have come yeah. out. But, I mean, it's like when you see it all together, it's like, good heavens. Yeah, spitting and affairs. And now Olivia Wilde has had to say that she was not involved in a relationship with Harry Styles before she was not in a relationship with Jason Sudeikis. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's like crazy. It's, it's just nuts. It's mm-hmm. just, but that's Hollywood for you. We got some more Did You See's coming up next, which include what? A whole bunch of donkey junk. I'm sorry? A whole bunch of donkey junk. Don- donkey junk? Yes. Literally or figuratively? Literally. Oh, God. Oh. How early? Well, way too early for donkey junk, but we'll have that next on Star Wars 2.1.
Locked out of heaven, Bruno Mars on Starwood 2.1. We got some Kane Brown tickets we're going to be giving away later this morning. Her versus him, Mark versus Kim comes up in about an hour from now. List is the game of the day. Kane Brown in concert. Win them before you can buy them because you can buy them this morning uh, around 10 o'clock, I believe. I think so. That's, uh, yeah, big prize, good contest today, 720. Did you see that Nigerian officials intercepted a bag of 7,000 donkey genitalia? Headed for China. Did they ask for these via email? No. Okay. Did they ask for these via email? What do you mean? You know, Nigerian princes are always sending oh, emails, emails and saying, uh, we hi. need you to keep our donkey genitalia, so, you know. Is this some sort of aphrodisiac, the way a tiger uh, penis I, is supposedly? I believe so. It's used to make well, some kind of powdered tiger, tiger penis. Really? Mm-hmm. It's supposedly some sort of aphrodisiac. And, and powdered rhino horn. That's another thing. Right. Well, I didn't know about that. That's don't, mix, don't mix the two together, because then you just you get uh, turgid, and then you run into walls. So right. be very careful. Well, apparently, I, I think it is because it's used to make a traditional medicine in China. That It doesn't say exactly what it's a for. A traditional medicine? Yeah. One of those homeopathic medicines. Yeah, it's, it's, it is essentially for the same thing. Just mixing that up at the house, huh? But, but, <laughs> I, well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure Kim will be on it by the end of the month. It's a, yeah, it, one of those. There's something, why would I be on it? One of those home remedy things. Why, why would you not be on it? That's the question. <laughs> I mean, what what have you not turned Where am out? I going to find donkey penises and obviously tiger powder or whatever it is I'm looking for? N- Nigeria, apparently. Uh, yeah, well. well, you know, stop stop sending those emails to your trash can. Yeah, well. And uh, start opening Just them. Start you answering know, them. Never huh? know what you might get out of it. It was appara- the bag was apparently worth four hundred and sixteen thousand pounds, which I guess is around four hundred thousand U.S. dollars. All right. Um, but yeah, uh, customs officials noticed something was up when they smelled a very pungent smell coming from this bag. So donkey penis has a pungent smell. Apparently, and especially when you have 7,000 of them all huh. together. 7,000? Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. I Thank you. It, That's a lot of unhappy donkeys. I'm the, not sure. <laughs> the uh, Donkey Dealers Association of maybe Nigeria. The, you think they maybe took them after they were gone? They're not still walking around, are they? Well, oh, but that's well. a lot of dead donkeys. Oh, hold on, no. There's geldings. The horses are geldings, which means they've been lopped off Yeah, at the root. I'm assuming donkeys Ooh. don't regenerate. Nothing does, dear. <laughs> Nobody regenerates. I don't think, yeah, that's not a regenerating But you were thing. saying? The Donkey Dealers Association of Nigeria is uh, very- Oh, is, okay, who knew? Now, there's a civic organization <laughs> I'd like to be involved in. One more time, please. The Donker- don- Donker. Donkey Dealers Association of Nigeria. Okay. The Donkey Dealers. Donkey Dealers of Nigeria. Oh, my goodness. They have urged the di- I hear they have a spot down on Alcoa Highway. <laughs> I think so. Down there where uh, one of the Toyota dealerships is. They have urged the Nigerian government to prosecute illegal donkey wow. harvesting. Harvesting? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Hunting and gathering. Yeah. There they are. Take them. <laughs> we need the donkey wee-wee. <laughs> we need those. Please don't wow. take them to China. Unbelievable. Okay, great. I could not, I could have gone the entire day. Well, that's going to stay with me now. I'm okay, Of all the things to stay with you, Kim, I can tell you something that you won't remember five minutes from now. Right. But she'll have that stuck in her brain for the rest of the day. I imagine the smell sticks with you, too. Yeah, mm. that, that's... Okay, okay, please. Why don't we just stop talking? We'll be back on the Mark and Kim Show. Starwood at 2.1, the great grocery and gas giveaway with Food City, Mountain Motorsports, and Star 102.1. We got gas for a year. We got groceries for a year. We want to qualify somebody. Call it number 10. Hello. Good morning. What is your name, my dear? Barbie. 
Hi, Barbie. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Do you feel like you've been cursed because you're named Barbie? I have to ask. It was a pain growing up, but now it's pretty It's pretty good. It's okay now. And with Barbie Core being yeah. so popular right now, with you're what? like right with, in. With, with what? Barbie Core. Ba- well, you want to explain that to the uninitiated? Too? Yeah, Barbie Core is like everywhere. It's where everybody's wearing bubblegum pink and the makeup's coming back and Barbie all things Barbie. You mean as in mm-hmm. hardcore? It's like a, it's like a style. Yeah, it's it's like the puffy sleeves and everything Barbie, the heels, the makeup, Barbie, everything. Barbie, have, have you heard anything of this, dear? Yeah, I actually saw it's actually going into the housing market now. Even mm-hmm. Barbie core in the housing market. Do, what are you like, adorning your house like a like a Malibu Barbie house or something? Pretty much. Yeah. Is, is it, it has Fun to do times the, had by all. It has to do with the Barbie movie that's, it does. that's coming out, right? or it has to do yeah. with cosplay. Well, that too. Right. Are your dimensions thirty eight, seventeen, twenty two? By any chance, Barbie? <laughs> well. You know, it's a little small. I'm not quite no. that short. Okay. So, yeah, supposedly if Barbie's real measurements of the doll were in real, it'd be like 38, 17, 19 or something. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, so here's the deal, Barb. Uh, Kim is going to say something here. You're going to have to guess higher or lower. And then uh, stick around because I want to uh, ask you about some words And the last time you actually cracked a dictionary, Barbie, Okay. <laughs> She has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> She's I, just I, like, okay, I, I, I don't, don't, I don't have to put you on hold for five minutes while we talk about something else. So let's play the contest and then stick around. You can be part of the conversation. All right, Kim, go ahead. All right, Barbie. USDA select whole or half New York strip steak is $5.49 per pound. Is the actual price higher or lower with your Food City Value card? Higher. She said higher. Is she correct? She is. The actual price is six ninety nine per pound with your Food City Value there you card. Go. She knows her New York strips because she's a New York stripper. <laughs> I don't think so. No, sorry about that. I had Barbie dimensions in my head and got all turned on. So. Well, good. well, congratulations, Barbie. A $25 gift card, and you're now, uh, you're now qualified, yes, for a uh, gas or groceries for an entire year from Food City Mountain Motorsports and Starwater 2.1. Barbie, congratulations. Thank you. All right, so uh, when's the last time you actually opened up a dictionary, Barbie? It's been a hot minute. Been a minute, hasn't it? Merriam-Webster, heard of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Added, <laughs> added 370 new, you, new words. Barbie, do you know what the word yeet means? Uh, Y-E-E-T, yeet. Uh, to throw or toss? No. No. Alex O? Uh, yeet. Yeah. That's actually what I was thinking, too, to, to throw something away or, like, get rid of it? No. Kim, yeet. Yes. Kim, do you know the definition of yeet? Yes. What is it? Yes. No. Okay. (laughs) Slang expression used to express surprise, approval, or excited enthusiasm. What happened to woot? Yeet has been, has woot been replaced by yeet? I guess so. But I always think of yeet like I'm going to, I yeeted that thing over there. I threw it, I threw it over there. You say it like that? You use that? Yeah. You're, 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 you're using it wrong. He yeeted it. I've no. never That's heard the only that. Way I've ever heard it. Yeah, no. Alex O makes up his own language, as we've heard. Well, apparently Barbie's there when he makes it up. Yeah, she well, thought it too. Merriam Webster. <laughs> Merriam Webster uh, has added that. Merriam's old. I don't think she knows. Side hustle. <laughs> of course, we all know what a side hustle is. They've added that. Metaverse, a persistent virtual environment that allows access to and interoperability of multiple individual vis- virtual realities. Lord, have mercy. That's a lot of words to say. Virtual- I just call it the parent company of Facebook. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I would have said. Laggy. Do you know what laggy means, Barbie? Uh, slow. Slow. 
having a delayed or slow response. Like if your internet connection is laggy. laggy. Do you game online, Barbie? Do you do any gaming at all? Uh, very little. Okay. So laggy can be an issue if you're, if you're online gaming, yes. It can also be laggy if you're, you're lagging yourself. Like you can be laggy <laughs> You can be laggy. <laughs> Yes. You know? We know. Feeling laggy today. You know, that kind of thing. We know. Uh, Video doorbell makes the list finally. Magnet fishing. Now, I have to say, magnet fishing has replaced metal detecting as my go-to rabbit hole of the day. You've mentioned that. Yeah, you love watching those on TikTok. I do. I watch them on TikTok. I watch YouTube videos of, uh, especially like um, in old places, like Mm -hmm. in, in England. They do a lot of magnet fishing in the Thames, the river. Mm -hmm. Oh, they pull up all sorts of stuff. That mudlarking. Mudlarking has not made it, but that's another thing where they, on the banks of the rivers, uh-huh. they, when, they, when the tide goes away. Oh, they dig around They get down the there mud? and they find old stuff. Like oh. Old, oh, it's really cool. That's cool. Janky. Barbie, janky. Janky? Janky. When like, some, yeah, uh, when something's janky, what does it mean? Messed up. Of poor, yeah. of poor quality. Off kilter, yeah. Yeah. not right. Sus. Yeah. Barbie, sus. Do you ever use sus in a sentence? God, my kids do. It's awful. Suspicious, suspicious or suspect? Everything is sus. Yeah. Uh, of course, we know subvariant from all the damn coronavirus crap that went through here. LARP. You should know this. Yeah, Alex LARP o. is when you you like play. Uh, well, usually it's it stands for something. Live action role play. Boom. Mm-hmm. LARP. Live action role play. Yeah, it's like it's like people that dress up in like suits of armor and go pretend to act out battles. Did you get dressed up the other night when you played Dungeons and Dragons online? I did not. No, I don't okay. I don't LARP for that. But that was because you were at home, right? Do you yeah. dress up when you go out to like the nerd place and do it? The nerd place. I probably would. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have a, a set of leather uh, wrist bracers. See? Oh I knew. I, bet you I knew. So hot back then. Oh, I was. Uh <laughs> Galentine's Day, Barbie? Galentine's wow. Day has just made the dictionary. I have, not, I have not heard of that one. A holiday observed on February 13th mm-hmm. as a time to celebrate friendships, especially among women. What do you, you mean? Go es- out with your girls. What do you mean, especially among women? If it's called Galentine's Day, it's, who, a, it's who among else women. Would have- <laughs> Plant-based, of course, consisting primarily of entire or entirely of food derived from plants. Baller, f- baller now makes Merriam-Webster's dictionary. It's taking baller, a while. Excellent, exciting, yeah. extraordinary. The way in which Barbie played. The great grocery and gas giveaway. That was baller. Yeah. You were a baller, Barbie. Barbie the baller. <laughs> and adorkable. Adorkable. My husband's adorkable. A-D-O-R-K. Adorkable. Socially awkward or quirky in a way that's endearing. Where does the endearing part of your husband kick in? It's all over. He's awkward. <laughs> he's antisocial. He's not necessarily... He's adorkable. He's not endearing. Barbie, hold the line, darling. Thank you for sticking around with us. We'll uh, get your information to get you that $25 gift card. And, of course, maybe gas or groceries for an entire year. Thank you. You're welcome. Hold on, darling. And then we'll do it again at 8.30 this morning right here on Star 102.1. Did you know... Star 102.1, your number one hit music station. Post Malone and Doja Cat. And I like you. It's the Mark and Kim Show. Still on the show, Alex O. On this... Uh, Nice morning, but later today, clouds and rain, rain throughout the weekend. We'll keep an eye on that air show and let you uh, be the first to know what's happening with that, if, in fact, the weather's going to uh, delay it or a show or anything like that. Uh, but if you can't get to the air show this weekend, just do yourself a favor and look up. be pretty cool. Look up. You can see it all happening. When was the last time either of y'all updated your resumes? Why do you ask? I'm, just, I'm curious. There's a story I want to talk about. Do you know something we don't? No. Okay. Do All you right. need to update them? <laughs> you know, maybe you want to make I'll sure. I'll shut your mouth. Good um, to go. I, I, I don't currently have a. Re- I understand resumes have changed. My like, husband had to update his, and it was so different 
than what well, it was did, the last have, time either of us had updated. Yeah, you know, your information at the mm-hmm. top, and then and then your your mission. You your know, mission statement, mission statement, or whatever, mm-hmm. and then all your experiences. What's different now? My husband had to hire somebody to help him because really? it was so different. Oh yeah, he okay. just ended up getting somebody to help him. Well, BuzzFeed has shared a list of the five things that a Google recruiter says should not be on your resume anymore. Like number one, your full address should not be on the resume. Should not be on the resume. We don't need the full thing; just the city and state. Which I never okay. got why your address had to be on there, anyways. So they, I thought, so they could do a background check on you. Was it? I, I mean, was I would it, assume I, so. Like Amelia stuff too. I, yeah, right. That's well, what I thought. Maybe from the way back. Well, how else are you going to get your rejection letter if they don't <laughs> email? See your address at the top. But see, back well, in the way back, you didn't have email. Mm-hmm. So when originally yeah. you started, he, he, he doesn't understand the concept of mail yeah. that comes to the house. I couldn't yeah. tell you the last time I got an actual piece of mail. But see, back in the way back, that's how you got your rejections. Number two, the mission statement. Oh, funny. Yeah, funny. It says that was 1970. We're in it 2022. Is my hope to achieve a level of employment success based on my experience in the industry with a goal of increasing uh, blah, blah. I mean, it's. It, are, you, are you reading my mission statement from my resume when I applied here? That's. <laughs> did you have one on your. I think I did. I mean, I've always heard that you're supposed to put one, but I guess. I knew I just threw it in the dumpster when I saw you show up in a business suit. <laughs> But then again, no one else applied, so we just took yeah, you. Yeah, here I am. Yeah. yeah. We're like, well, he's all we have. Yeah. Not true, but okay. No. She says, number three, your work history. We don't need your entire work history since you started your professional career. No, no resume has had my entire work history on it. Really? We all redact. We all we all edit for lengths of employment increase, mm-hmm. you know, jobs uh, disappear. You finagle a little bit. Uh, I, well, now, I think when you first start out, though, I mean, you put things like, you know, filled ice maker at the Weigels or whatever, and it's like they're saying you don't have to go back all that far. Yeah, I don't put... Where, you you know, have a job in. filling an ice maker mm-hmm. well, at I'm the Weigels? No, well, no, what I'm saying <laughs> wow. is people put those wow. things on there. But like my <laughs> husband, he had all sorts of things, and they're like, no, cut this part off, because it had nothing to do with what he was doing now. This is not necessarily a specific element, but she says uh, weak action verbs. Don't say I helped mm-hmm. or I was responsible for. Say oh, yeah. I did this. Yeah. Streamlined, you know, d- direct words. I had direct impact in this in this department. Mm-hmm. Right. And then finally, she says references available on request. We don't need it. We yep. will ask you if we need your references. Yeah, I hate they that figure line. you got references. Yeah. Well, have have you ever had your references called on sure. a job? Yeah, really? absolutely. I, have. I don't think I ever have. Well. I've put, you know, I ask, I always Let ask Let me ask people, you a question. When was the last time you updated your resume, huh? Right before I got this Truest. job. <laughs> the king of pop. Long live Michael Jackson, I guess not, if Harry Styles is the new king of pop. And you can, he, you can see him. You can go to see him on Starwater 2.1. If you want to hang out at Harry's house. Harry's house? That's the name, of his, name of his album. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll send you to Chicago to see artist Harry Styles live. Uh, just it would a, be cool if we could actually go to his house, though. Yeah, it would be nice. I'm sure it's a nice house. Well, I think some drama there, though. Jason Sudeikis might show <laughs> yeah, up, you know, true. try to reclaim his bride. Chris Pine's uh, going to come fight him. That's right, spit on him. Uh, <laughs> just open up your Starwater 2.1 app and enter a, for a chance to win. If you don't have the app yet, it's easy, it's free. Just download it onto your phone. I know, it's a lot of things to do. Mm-hmm. I know. But Harry Styles, Harry Styles in concert from Apricot Lane Boutique in Starwater 2.1. Jets flying all around. Knoxville yesterday, of course, and this weekend with the air show. What better time to talk to Glenn Powell, Top Gun Maverick, Hangman. We'll chat with him next on Star 102.1. Star 102.1, your number one hit music station. Mark and Kim show still on the show, Alex. So, um, Glenn Powell, Hangman. 
Top Gun in Knoxville this weekend to receive the Bob Hope Award for Entertainment at the Patriots Award Gala, part of the uh, Medal of Honor celebration. We have Medal of Honor recipients here in town right now. It's a big Got, deal. A huge deal. Got the chance to uh, to moderate a Q&A the other day at Catholic High School uh, with Mike Rose and Leroy Petrie. He of the bionic arm with the fingers that move oh, and yeah. grip cool. and spin and scare people. And, and he <laughs> says, you know, hey, give me a hand. Then he goes, well, let me give you a hand back. And then he literally takes his hand off and gives it to you. Oh, my um, heavens. By the way, Glenn Powell has a new movie coming out uh, for Thanksgiving called Devotion in which Glenn Powell will play a real-life Navy hero and medical Medal of Honor recipient Thomas Hudner. So obviously he's very connected to this Medal of Honor ceremony. What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Oh, whatever. What the hell kind of mission is this? So how you doing, man? So I got the hangman. <laughs> I got the hangman. Got hangman. You got me. What, what, uh, what's going on around there? Man, we're so happy to have you on the air with us this morning. I, I just, we love the movie. Top Gun Maverick is awesome. Did, when, did you, when did you see, like as a teenager, as an adult, when did you see Top Gun, the original? I saw it when I was uh, 10 years old. I, I was I was negative two when the original <laughs> one came out. But, I uh, yeah, so I, uh, I saw it when I was 10, and I remember my dad showing it to me for the first time, and it was a big deal to him, and it became a big deal to me. And, yeah, to... To join that cast was was uh, was a dream come true. I think everybody wanted to be a naval aviator after seeing that first movie. But uh, a lot of people are going to be uh, are, are going to want to join the navy after this one. Tell me about the G forces training. I'm sure you probably had to go up. And I didn't didn't Mr. Cruz insist that you all take rides in an F-14 or something? Uh, yeah. No, we never flew in an F-14. In 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 uh, in, in Top Gun Maverick, we're flying in the uh, F-18. Oh, so, yeah, pardon. We put together an entire. Uh, Entire flight program, um, yeah. And if we didn't have that training, there's no way you can stay in the wake, uh, and stay awake in the back of that jet. It's, did, uh, did you do it? Did you stay strange. up? Oh yeah, yeah. Nobody passed out. You know that's 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 why I got to give Tom credit on that. Is is it wouldn't be possible to do two or three flights in a day in an F-18, especially the way we're flying those things, which is very aggressive. How much physical training no did way. you do before the roll? Physical training, I mean, a lot. I mean, that's that's like, it's true boot camp. I, I feel like uh definitely felt more like we were joining uh, the Navy than we were shooting a movie. It was living on naval bases and training with <laughs> men and women in uniform. Wow. Flying real naval assets. It was it was full on. Now, now Glenn is in town this weekend for the big uh, Medal of Honor gala that's happening. We'll talk about that in just a second, but... Of course, I got Hangman on the phone. I can't not talk about the movie. And now, at any point during the filming, did you develop a bromance with Tom Cruise? And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Uh, he was here in town for a Mission Impossible premiere. I got a chance to hang with him for a little while, and all the photographs seemed to indicate that he and I developed an instant bromance. Oh, a lot yeah. of eye locking. A lot of <laughs> people yeah, just people yeah. said, "Look at this, you and Tom Cruise in a bromance." And on the air the next day, I said, "There will never ever be another bad word spoken about oh, Tom no. Cruise on this program mm -hmm. ever again." Did you, Glenn, and Tom develop a bromance? Like like I did. You know, Tom's been talking about the electricity that he felt when you guys met. He, he, <laughs> oh, he shut up about it. So. You couldn't uh, shut him up. No, man. It, yeah. It says, no, no. Uh, Tom is, you know, one of those guys that, you know, they say never meet your heroes, but Tom is a guy that lives up to exactly who you want him to be. He's just incredible. He's, he's smart. Um, he's tenacious. He's generous. He's funny. He's just, he's the man. I you can know? tell you, he makes you feel like you're the only person in a room. <laughs> A special quality. He's just a special guy. So I'm, I'm, I'm feel very lucky to, uh, 
to have spent all this you know time making this movie that I feel like people are really responding to. Yeah, and, how about um, it was it was number one at the box office over the past weekend too. Yeah, I mean I think that's the the thing that talking to Tom and, and Jerry and the, and the whole gang you know involved is that you know when you make a movie that kind of hits in every it's a thrilling it's a thrill ride you know it's a big theme park ride but it's also something that hits emotionally oh god um and you know and we and we worked really hard to make sure we shot everything practically so that you know the audience could be on that same same ride tears were streaking down my face when when maverick and iceman had their scene i won't give anything away but it was yeah it was moving even if you hadn't seen the first movie you know 30 some odd years ago exactly i mean that that that's a if you don't you don't have a pulse if you don't cry in that scene all right i'm looking through the uh IMDB here for one Glenn Powell. You know, there's movies like, you know, Top Gun Maverick. There's Hidden Figures, John Glenn. Uh, let, let's let's head back a little bit here. I, I see there's um, Good Looking Frat Guy. There's Paperboy Travis. But, I, but, but, man, I cannot let this interview go and not ask about Long Fingered Boy and Spy Kids 3D Game Over. Long fingered boy, Glenn. The role of the lifetime, man. That was uh, that was one didn't get nominated that year. Was a real <laughs> snub. Don't sleep on this cast because Antonio Banderas, St- yes. Sylvester Stallone, Alan Cumming, Tony Shalhoub, Danny Trejo. What a cast! That was my uh, yeah. That was that was the that was the peak of my career, and I've just been trying to catch up. <laughs> it's been since. downhill so, ever since. You know, Spy Kids three. If you haven't checked it out, thrill ride. Not Top Gun Maverick, but close. How much time and makeup did you have to do for Long Fingered Boy? Maybe maybe thirty seconds. I don't remember. <laughs> Put on the uh, glove. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, I don't even. No man, just just showed up. Just showed up. I think I was thirteen at the time, something like that. Wow. That was my first movie. So Medal of Honor Gala this weekend here in Knoxville. Have you been to Knoxville before? I have not. Oh, welcome. Uh for Italian, Emilia, for pizza, tomato head, for a burger, stock and barrel. I'm sure you're writing that all down. Um I'm, I'm getting it all done. I can't wait. Um so the Medal of Honor Gala, I'm sure you didn't have to be in military movies to, to have an appreciation for the military. No, absolutely. I, I, I grew up. Uh, I grew up in a family that that reveres everything our men and women in uniform do. So, I was lucky to be attracted to those sort of roles and those sort of stories. And uh, I feel very lucky that you know I've gotten to kind of manifest that and live it out. You're going to meet uh, a couple of great guys. I got to MC a couple of days ago the question and answer session at Catholic High School with Mike Rose and Leroy Petrie. And Leroy's the guy with the bionic arm, and you're going to get a chance to meet these guys. And they're amazing, wonderful Medal of Honor recipients. I can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, just to be in that room with those those heroes are is just a dream come true, I feel. Unbelievably humbled to um, this is one that, uh, you know, when I got the call about this, I was I was very confused, but very honored uh, that I mean, this is this is cooler than an Oscar for me. Oh, that's awesome. This is this is as good as it gets. Yeah, congratulations on being awarded the Bob Hope Award for Entertainment at the Patriot Awards Gala Medal of Honor celebration this weekend here in Knoxville. Thank you so much. Well, Glenn, I appreciate you, man. You're you're a great, great guy in that movie. I love that movie, and I won't say what you do at the end, which is amazing, but it makes people want to get to the theater and see that movie <laughs> two and three times. And it's that it's that smile, it's that little shit eating grin you got that is just perfect. We love it. Well, I'll call mom and dad and let them know. <laughs> Thanks for the teeth, Mom. Appreciate it. Thanks, Glenn. We appreciate you, brother. All right. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Bye. Start with a 2.1 Mark and Kim show. Glenn Powell's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Very. That's awesome. So uh, celebrity spotting this weekend uh, around town. You might see him. At wherever he may be during like the, what would he be wearing? Is he wear like his Top Gun stuff? Sure, he wears the I mean, entire <laughs> flight suit. You know, yeah. 
the helmet, the whole thing. Wouldn't you? I mean, if I if I looked as good as he did in a flight suit, yeah. off of the uh, set of Top Gun Maverick, that's absolutely, what I'm thinking. Absolutely. Well, I'm, well, you know. And if you go to our Facebook page, you can see him pretty much without a shirt. Yeah, I put that up earlier. Oh, yeah. Okay. I told you that earlier. You I know. Yeah. All right. So, um, Mark and Kim show. We talked about this last week. There's a TikTok trend right now where retail workers are telling you what they're judging you for. Yeah. Yeah. There's part two of that. Oh. Okay. We'll get up with that next here on Starwater 2.1. Starwood at 2.1, nobody going to judge you when you want to get a uh, coffee at half price. And especially now that that coffee may come in a smoothie at Smoothie King. Today's half price hookup at noon at Starwood21FM.com is $50 in certificates for only $25 at Smoothie King. They got coffee better than the rest, a, de- a delicious smoothie, a coffee smoothie, with the choice of new robust espresso, mellow cold brew, and plus, uh, they put ne- real no tr- real nutrition, no artificial flavors in every sip. So they try that out. You like uh, you don't like coffee, but you like a smoothie. So. Uh, yeah, that intrigues you me. Like, do you like coffee ice cream? Yeah, you might like that. That's the reason I'm saying so this. Th- I might be able to do. So they'll not judge you at Smoothie King. We're regulars there. My son loves the Smoothie King. But at a boba place, they might because these are more purchases the cashiers were judging you for buying. Okay. Okay. It's a TikTok trend right now. Talking behind our backs when we oh, leave, yeah. you know, as well, we walk out with it. Well, you're not really talking about us behind our backs if you're putting it on TikTok, right? Oh, well, I guess not. A worker at a boba place is grossed out when people combine too many flavors like rainbow fruit jelly and hot chai latte. Okay, are you going into a, I can't say, bobo, bobo, boboa, bo, bubble, whatever You can't place. say boba? Boba. I, I never know the real thing that it's, it's called. Boba? I heard somebody call it the other day bubba or bubble, bubble tea. And I'm well, like, kind is of that like, right or is that another thing? They're, they're both acceptable. I, I think they're interchangeable, yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't know if they were saying it wrong or if that was another is way bu- to say is, it. Is boba Japanese for bubble? Because this is a Japanese drink, correct? Uh, I think so, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's it's officially known as boba tea, but people call it bubble because it's got little, okay. like little b- balls of tapioca or whatever inside. So mm-hmm. so we had it one morning. That's it, the only time I've ever had it. It was weird to me. It was weird, but it was it was I could see how it would be just absolutely addicting. It says the tea became known as boba because the term is slang for breasts in Chinese. Well, breasts. A reference to the spherical shape of the tapioca balls. Some small breasts, though. (laughs) (laughs) Ones that you can suck through a straw. (laughs) Well, I was not impressed. I didn't like it. A worker at a sandwich place, this is more of the cashiers and retail employees judging us, a worker at a sandwich place was upset by a person who didn't get enough flavors. A customer would come in every day and order a bunch of roast beef on rye bread and nothing else. But if that's what you like, why do you have to get too many? Because if you, let's say you're taking, let's say you're picking up a sandwich early for lunch later. Mm -hmm. Okay. The last thing I want is oil and vinegar and and mayonnaise on my sandwich that will just moisten up the bread. Right. So I will have my own condiments where I'm going to take the sandwich. Or I'll have like a condiment packet to go. I will not have them make my, if I know I'm going to eat it later, there will be no condiments on my sandwich. Okay. So is it weird that I kind of like the bread and sandwich to be kind of soft and and mushy? Yeah. I prefer. I don't like it to be hard. I prefer bread that's got some sort of, you know. You like substantial bread? I like substantial bread. Then you like that hard, hard roll stuff? The what? I like hard roll or hard bread. Do you like? Where it's like crunchy? See, I don't. You yeah. Like a baguette or something? Yeah, I mean, I do. See, I don't. Yeah. Good, a good like Italian sandwich mushy. is on a crunchy baguette. Mm, I like and it kind of cool. mushy. Uh, did you know that there are still malls? Did you know this? Um <laughs> And some of them still have Spencer's inside. Ours does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. And a worker from one of those stores says they judge people for buying witchcraft spell books. 
Well, I think I'd look at them kind of funny. Like, what are you doing with that? <laughs> an overnight worker at a convenience store said someone would come in every night to get a red-hot beef burrito and a 16-ounce jug of half-and-half and, half and stand in the parking lot after heating it in the microwave, eating it, and drinking down his half-and-half. Half. Well, if you think half about Half-and-half's what they drink? But that's just milk and cream. It's just a very rich milk, right? Half milk, half cream, yeah, yes? I think so. So what's the difference? If you just like your milk, milk thicker... Oh, you could drink half and half and just consider it like like melted ice cream. I don't think I could even drink whole milk, though. <gasps> no, I'm serious, because <gasps> it would feel so... Bring me my 2%. <laughs> yeah, because I think it would feel like so <laughs> thick in my mouth. Someone said they judge people for taking their babies out with them in terrible snowstorms to get non-essential items. Someone who works at a pet store said the employees keep tabs on customers who buy cheap little tanks for their betta fish and then question them if they return to buy another betta fish. Like they've yeah. killed them in the cheap tank or something. And I guess it's not the boat. It's not the best environment for them to live. People put them in all kinds of little tiny things. They really need yeah, they a need regular size fish tank. They should. Oh. They, they should. Yes. Uh, and a grocery store worker says everyone who, who buys bananas, I judge. I say, <laughs> it's it. They say it's a pack of ground beef and bananas, paper plates and bananas. Doesn't matter what you buy, bananas always come along on the purchase. <laughs> What's wrong with bananas? But why do they have to be on every purchase? I guess I don't know. All right, who wants to play the game? The game is her versus him, Mark versus Kim. The tickets are Kane Brown. Excuse me, the prize is Kane Brown tickets. Starting with 2.1, your number one hit music station. Time for her versus him, Mark versus Kim. And we welcome our two contestants. One named Marissa, one named David. Marissa and David are playing the list today for... Win them before you can buy them. Tickets to see Kane Brown. March 30th, 2023 at Thompson Bowling Arena. Tickets go on sale today, September 9th at 10 a.m. Marissa, if you want to get noticed in the crowd there, besides, of course, taking off your top, uh, hold up a sign that says, You can arrest me, Deputy Sheriff Kane Brown, and see how that goes. You just love that, don't you? I like that, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that actually means he can... I mean, they swore him in and everything. Well, I guess if you're sworn in, you're a Deputy now, Sheriff. He didn't have his hand on the Bible. He just kind of raised his right hand. But they look, they gave him a badge, the wallet badge, the whole thing. Oh, oh nice. buddy. You want to do that, don't you? Well, you know, I you know, I was almost a cop back. I know today. you were. Almost That's why I said you want to do this. All right, Marissa and David, it's the list. I've got a list. Kim has a list. I'll hand my list to her. She'll try to describe that list to you, uh, Marissa, over 75 seconds. Try to get as many out of 10 as possible. Remember, if she is saying words, try not to repeat those words because, generally speaking, they're not going to be on the list. But I can tell by the way Kim is holding up a list. It means that me and David are playing first. Any questions, kids, about how the game is played? No. Nope. All right, here we go, Kim. It's me and David. All right, David, you ready to go? Let's do it. On your mark, get set, go. Okay, this is uh, when you fail in, in school. Let's say they hold you back a grade. What's the old-fashioned word for that? Um, it, it's, um, okay, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass that one to pass. Uh, a slam blank in basketball when they jam the... Just give me that first word, dude. Yeah. Yes. Um, this is in a uh, in a room where people sleep, and there's two sleeping places, but one is stacked bunk. on. What? Bunk bed. Yes, bunk, bunk yes, yes, yes. Speak, speak up. Um, this is just a term for like a, a smart mouth kid or something. And you look at him, you say, like, "Yes, very good." Um, when you fail in school, you have done what? Uh, Going back to what? What? Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes, yes. Um, honey, I blanked the kids. Give me the word. Brunk. Yes. 
Um, this is uh, like when there's buildup in your pistons or something like that, and it's it's uh, there's a remover. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, blank a theory. Just make it untrue by you 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 blank a theory. Um, blank a conspiracy theory by saying it's not true. So you are. It's debunked. Yes, yes. Uh, not a squirrel, but a, another small rodent. Seven. Flunk, dunk, bunk beds, punk, hunk of junk. These are words describing your son, right? No, um, not at all. Bunk beds, punk, and hunk of junk. He's driving a Buick for a teen. He loves his Buick. Kerplunk, I skipped. Gunk, debunk, and chipmunk. Yeah. Seven, not bad at all. All right, Marissa, eight to win. Your same 75 seconds on your mark. Get set and go. Um, this is when you buy something. Another way of saying you have bought something. I want to buy this. Artist? Yes. This is another word for handbag or pocketbook. It's another word for it. Heart. Yes. This is um, I, you ask um, to be allowed to do something. It's also a slip that you Permission. need. Yes. This is someone who is just wrong. They are, um, They. Um, we're going to skip that for now. Um, this is what your breasts are if they're in the right place and they're they're up in, you know, on your chest where they're supposed supposed to be oh my you have you know it's also somebody who is um uh, no we're no okay this is not something that is um uh, just uh, for a, a slight time it's something that's there for always it's also a marker that stays in place for always forever it's, uh, no think about what we said it's also um you know you write it and it stays there forever it is in this kind of ink permanent yes very good this is a strand of blank that you wear around your neck and it's uh, white uh, jewelry pearls yes um this is a um uh, 100 this. You are all in. You It is 100 this. Um, it's a math term. It's, no, it's a math term. It's... Um, uh, oh. Daggummit. How many did she get? One, got two, five. five. You did good. You did good. But, I just couldn't describe them all. We but, had... But the boys win. Oh, yeah. There you go. We had purchase, purse, permission, pervert, perky. <laughs> That's the breast. When by the way, that was not be. my inspiration when I put perky on the list. <laughs> That's the first the thing I thought someone, of. Someone with a lot of energy. Oh. Permanent, pearl, pert, percent, and perpendicular. Oh, you didn't try perpendicular. No, but that's a good list, though. I like this list. Marissa, we send you on your way, but we thank you, and we say to David, congratulations, Hi. my brother. Winner, you, winner, chicken dinner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Kane Brown tickets. Congratulations, David. Yes, sir. Thank you. Mark and Kim show. Nothing but a Doja Cat on Star One Two Point One, your number one hit music station, Mark and Kim show. So, you, you can't call somebody a metrosexual anymore. It's not the thing anymore. It's not a thing or the thing. It, it's, it's not even a thing. I don't think. Really? We'll be back. Let's hope the weather cooperates this weekend. We got the big air show happening, and of course, we'll be broadcasting live from that starting Sunday morning. Uh, helping you get in, get out. It's going to be quite the. Uh, it's going to be a traffic situation. Just an early start. Starts very early. Don't by worry. The way. Yeah, and if you can't get in, just stop and look up. Um, yeah, you'll be able to see it all around. I would guess, if, as long as the rain doesn't pelt you in your eyeball. Right. Uh, clouds increasing this afternoon. Rain coming in later this afternoon into this evening, into tomorrow, pretty much throughout the day, and into Sunday as well. And these are scattered storms, not just rain. So we'll keep an eye on that with you, letting you know what to do when. Um, these are things that are now socially unacceptable. 
Okay. And 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 I just thought about this just a second ago. You know, we used to say the words. We used to have a phrase when we were growing up: rude, crude, and socially unacceptable. So, oh yeah, we even knew about social unacceptability way back in the day. But so, it was different so, then. So, what do you mean? I mean, I, I well, don't so think... Political correctness is one thing, but social yeah. acceptance is another. Yeah. Things I mean, are... there's always been social acceptance or social inacceptability, okay? Social inacceptability. Yeah, unacceptability. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, things have always <laughs> no. been... Yeah, things <laughs> no. have always been acceptable or unacceptable. All right, so people are, th- are talking about things that were common and acceptable, acceptable all the way back woo, in 2002. Whoa. You know, if you think about it, though, it's kind of crazy that 2002 20 is years 20 ago. years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot so, can change in 20 years. Here's the list of things that are not socially acceptable now that were in 2002. Where does social acceptability come in when you're talking about going out without your cell phone? It's not socially, quote, acceptable to go out without your cell phone. Actually, if you can go out without your cell phone now, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Although, I don't want my daughters to do it. Well, see, that's the and I think the social unacceptability of it comes in where people expect to be able to reach you all the time, and if you don't have your cell phone with you, they think that's socially unacceptable because they can't reach you. You should be able to be unreachable, though, if you want. I agree. I mean, I should be able to just not take. I mean, yeah, we know my phone, but we know. Well, you know, (laughs) and we we don't find that acceptable. We we absolutely know. (laughs) You do that. You have. uh, You have. You made. You. You. You told us one thing, and then you decided on another. Like we told you, right. this is a 24-hour job. Right, right, right. Even though we're on for four hours a day, it's 24 hours. And that, unfortunately, if you're going to be part of this, you have to kind of, your mindset has to be this at all times. But your problem is, or challenge, okay? I won't say it's a problem because you don't see it as a problem. But your challenge is that even when your phone is with you, you don't answer it. <laughs> I mean, you know. I called you the other morning. And you, you did, had yeah. it on you. And he was like, oh, I didn't see that. And I was like, I'm out there banging on the door. <laughs> Is the faux hawk now socially unacceptable? I thought your son has a, has a faux hawk. Uh-uh. No. He's a full head of hair. Yeah. But it's not a faux hawk. He was wearing a faux hawk for a while. He though. has. He did. Yeah, oh gosh, that was years ago, though. It's the, which were the mullet of the 2000s. The mm-hmm. faux hawk was the mullet. Well, the mullet is back. now the mullet's back. Mm-hmm. So the faux hawk will come back at some point. Probably. Hanging out at the mall for hours is no longer socially acceptable. Well, then, you know, if you're a teenager now in Foothills Mall and other places, you can't. Not on, on the weekends, anyway. Hours, yeah. Friday and Saturday nights, anyway. It's socially unacceptable now, but it was okay in 2002 to say metrosexual because a man took care of himself. Oh, he's a metrosexual. How is that socially unacceptable now? I don't know. Is any time is anytime you use su- uh, sexual as a suffix, treading on thin ice, if you will? I, I guess it has socially, certain connotations. Yeah. Politically? Yeah. Sexual suffix. I just want to say that. Sexual suffix. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Sexual suffix. How long are we going to have to endure this? I don't know. I'm over it now. Sexual suffix. I love how she says she's over something. <laughs> and then immediately. And then just goes right back to yeah. it. Sorry. I'm done now. I don't think so. Um, so why? So we're, so we lost metrosexual. I think so. To, to what? Just to political correctness? I, Who determined we can't say metrosexual anymore? I've never really heard an outcry about it, but I guess it, I haven't heard it used in a long time. Maybe I mean, words just come and go. Yeah. Maybe it's because more men are seen as taking care of themselves. It was such a big thing that that men. Two thousand two, I was bathing. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I was shaving my head. Yes, I was you were, but maybe shaving it, my face. But maybe I mean, it became more acceptable for men to get massages and take care of themselves and have skin care and more things like that. Right. I you, think if, that's if, the if, thing. If you say if you say out loud the words, wait a minute, it was socially acceptable to fat shame and body shame in two thousand two. The note here says, just rewatch the first few seasons of America's Next Top Model, and you'll know exactly oh what we're talking about. Mm. Oh, yeah. And that was Tyra Banks, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was like 
they called you out just because you were fat. And they were rude about it. Suppose I never watched the show. My daughters, oh, they ate it up. They loved yeah. the show. But there was a lot of body shaming going on in yeah. that show. How has Tyra Banks not been canceled? Or is Tyra Banks canceled? I, I mean, think I, she is where is right Ty- now. She's canceled? I think so. <sighs> she's come in and out so many times. Hold on. Canceled. She got canceled because of America's Next Top Model, because some of those old episodes resurfaced and some of the challenges. Yeah, but she's still the host of Dancing with the Stars, right? I think they've gone away from her again, haven't they? Or have they quit watching? Because I can't stand her. I cannot stand to watch her. Tough watch. All right. We're over time. And we'll be back. We'll have more of these things that were socially acceptable but no longer. Coming up on the Mark and Kim Show on Star 102.1. All right. The show's about to be held hostage by musical instruments. So, uh, (laughs) But before we do that, I just want to round out this list of things that are... About damn time that they're over, I guess. Uh, these are things that were socially acceptable in 2002 that are not in 2022. Smoking was still allowed in most bars and restaurants in most of the country in 2002. Now completely socially unacceptable anywhere. Although there's a few bars in town that still have smoking. See, I don't know of any, but that's I mean, not I, where I go, I I did guess. one for the dining guide recently. I know that uh, Buckethead Tavern over mm-hmm. there on uh, in downtown West, mm-hmm. you can go yeah. in there and smoke. Is it not weird for you to see somebody smoking anywhere anymore, though? No, well, no, because you see it, it all the time. If, if you look over and somebody's driving a car next to you, they're smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Being in chat rooms is socially unacceptable now. Are there even chat rooms? I didn't know not they existed. A chat room? Yeah. Who's still, like, going through AOL to go into a chat room? I don't even think it exists anymore. I don't anymore. think so either. Frosted tips? Yeah, those are done. Frosted yeah. tips. Uh-huh. The hair style. Like hair. Oh, okay, I was going tips of what? It's been so long since I've even Ooh. thought about that. I stood outside so long, I have a frosted tip. <laughs> I, know, I was like, tip of what? <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we just leave it there? It's <laughs> a good place to stop. Kim has brought in some <laughs> child's musical instrument pack. And um, I, I guess we're going to form a band. <laughs> Let's do it. The we'll band's be, getting back together. Never together to begin with, trust me. <laughs> Start with a 2.1. Your number one hit music station, Mark and Kim show on this Friday morning. Clouds later this afternoon, rain tonight into tomorrow, into all throughout Saturday and Sunday. Oh, she's standing. She gets up off of her chair for this next segment where she brings in, wow, a big purple duffel bag that she has just slapped up on the counter. Yeah. She's ripping, wow. Velcroed together and what, what's, what's, and what's in here? This is musical instruments. We, yeah. we, we, uh, we played something yesterday. You need to go to the Mark and Kim show Facebook page. Uh, could you make any more noise? Well, um, um, to watch the video from yesterday where <laughs> we had harmonica pain. We did. Harmonica pain where we put a harmonica in our mouth and then Kim beat us with a yardstick. <laughs> are you doing that on purpose? Well, it's just there's there's things that are making noise. Okay, so and then... And then at the end of that, Kim, you know, oddly has some sort of problem with anything I do that I do. If I do something well, she has a problem with I it. I told you I'm jealous. Whatever the case may be. And so even while breathing in and out of a harmonica, she goes, you even do that really well. You seem to have a natural musical ability. Sound like you're home on the range. So, uh, uh, so the challenge, if you will was can we, before Christmas, pick an instrument, teach ourselves the instrument, mm-hmm. and then on the day we get back from Thanksgiving, 
the week we have a song, a, a Christmas song that we play. We play the first. Well, Christmas there's a lot song. of percussion there. There's, there's. I there's, know. I told <clears> you I had lots of that. There's drumsticks. Well, but hold on. There's not one thing musical in there. These are musical. Well, first of all, you don't beat the back of the box. Well, that's you beat, uh, well, you, beat, you could beat the tambourine. You could also beat your but morning we show co-host. Well, yeah, I could. You did. It's so funny. Her mouth. She like she opens her mouth. Now is that a is that a slide whistle of some kind? Yeah, here. I can tell you right now, we're not. We will not be able to form any Christmas song, unless there's a Christmas song called "Washing Your Clothes by the River." <laughs> and this goes. I don't. But know you got all percussion. Saying. Well, but then, but then. <laughs> These are handbells. <laughs> well, who's on the hand? Who learns the handbells then? I can take handbells. I played handbells when I was a kid. And I even have handbell music. <laughs> Is that what you called it? Yeah. Mom, I'm up here playing handbells for a little while. Leave me alone. I practice my handbells. Well, you're only have... ringing them with one hand. <laughs> so. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you trying to play a song? Yeah, hang you, on. You, hold on. They would have to come all out of the box first before you could play, though. I gotta get You're them. literally banging the microphone. <laughs> well, I mean, because I've got to reach for the bells. But, I mean, if we practice, we would do this. Okay, so how would you... How would, how would the harmonica go with the handbells? I'm guaranteeing you there's never been a handbell harmonica duet. Probably not. Never. Yeah. But this is what I have. And you I, said bring what you have, so this well, is you what have I a, have. Okay, so why don't you put why don't you put uh, little Alex O on the handbells? It's just a metal rod. You came with the with the purple recorder. You have. Yeah, let, let's go ahead and put all the percussion away. We won't need the triangle. No we won't percussion. need the tambourine. We won't we won't need any of the any of the maracas or the chinchacas or what. Now I thought the triangle might be a real thing we could use. You know, well, you, play me a song on the or triangle. Or at least camp. the jingle bells, because you play, know you can't play. have jingle your Christmas songs well, without jingle bells. Well, we could bells. actually record the loop of that. Yeah. And then play to that if you needed to. If we did, if we ended up doing jingle bells, but no, I could tell that she's looking. There's some sort of chart in there that tells her what yeah. colors to ring. Yeah. Oh, I've got all sorts of music. So that would be the easiest of the instruments because you are the least musically inclined. I would imagine that having something at the easy ready. Yeah. Like the colored handbells. I could do that. Kim, you've got the recorder. You know, it's got your goobies all over it now, so it's yours. Can you not even make like a, give me some sort of, something chromatic. It's all the same note. It's so funny. Every, no, it's like not. The, I wouldn't the, have a Okay, scale. you don't understand. The first four notes you played were exactly <laughs> yeah, the same. The same. Well, you, I was moving stuff. I put, don't know why it was. Cover all the holes tightly. Okay. That's, is that all the holes, Kim? No, it's not, but there's another hole back here I didn't know about. That's, oh, Lord. There's another hole back here. <laughs> I have to work on that. <laughs> Said Ralph. <laughs> God. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, it's, whoa. Oh, there there well, you go. You know, you work on your breath control. So let's decide now so we can stop this. Let's work. Let's let's figure out now. What song do you want to play as our very? We'll play it on the day we get back from from Thanksgiving vacation, which is of course you know months away from now. Mm-hmm. Lord knows we need months. Well, I mean the bell's right there. I mean that's going to be the easiest thing. They're color coded. Yeah. It's well, pretty... but we don't. If we don't have the song that we're going to do, there's no Christmas music in here. So he's going to have uh... to find. I mean, he's going to have. Well, to Well, he learn. can work it out. I can figure yeah. it out. All right. So, what do you want to play? 
What's your favorite Christmas song? All I Want for Christmas is You on the Handbells? No. <laughs> I don't know about that one. There's Mariah Carey for you. <laughs> yeah, really. So what do you want to play? Silent Night? Jingle Bells? What do you want to play? Hark the Herald Angels Sing? Uh, Call it! Call it! I like Silent Night. Silent Night on a harmonica and a recorder, on the recorder? <laughs> and handbells. Well, y'all tell me what song you can play. What We, we don't know yet. Let's see. Let's right. Google what Christmas Nonetheless, songs... Call it now. Oh, listen. <laughs> I got that part. I'm listening. I'm, I'm... Can you stop banging the microphone? Do you have the ability to not bang the microphone every no, time you I move don't. your hands? No, I don't. Okay, well, that's that. Well, I don't. I'm Popped peas and banged microphone. <laughs> All right, so there it is. Call it. What song? Say it. Is it going to be Silent Night? Let's do Silent Night. Silent Night, performed by, <laughs> by name, of our, name of our band. What you said <laughs> The, the discordance. The, the, the discordance. discordance. That sounds like a hit to me. The there hidden you holes. Go. The, what? The hidden holes. As Kim the said. hidden holes band. Yeah. <laughs> I have to work on this one back here. <laughs> That's what she said on the Mark and Kim show on Star 102.1. Hit it, Ralph. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Almighty Star 102.1. We have developed a, quote, plan. For your upcoming first song of Christmas. We don't traditionally play a lot of Christmas music here on Star Water 2.1. But the day we get back from Thanksgiving, which is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that Monday, as you, I guess, I guess at that point, it's pretty much December and you kick off the Christmas season. Oh, yeah. Even though many of you kick it off well into October. Nonetheless, we're going to learn the song. (laughs) Sorry. I'm putting it down. It's like it's like you, I think you do it on purpose. I think you do things <laughs> on purpose. The I really do. There's no I way don't. in the world that this could just be not on purpose. Point being is that we're gonna learn Silent Night on the harmonica, the handbells, and the recorder. We're gonna have individual performances of each. A little and solos. Then, a little solo action. And then and then we'll work it together as a trio. <laughs> Not working together. Like, we won't, like, practice as a band, if you will. No. But we'll just see how it sounds when three people are playing three different instruments, the same song at the same time. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows if it'll work out? I can't make three notes on the harmonica, so I don't know why I'm going to find Silent Night in that thing. I'll tell you right now. Start with a 2.1, your number one hit music station. Mark and Kim show... So we get to the end of the week and we're like so disappointed. We've got all these stories. We just have such a little time. We had to desi- designate a segment to it. So. Trying to say that we're dedicating. Here we are. So. Craziest stories of the week. Usually performed by crazy people. Crazy. Crazy situations. A guy met up with his ex to get money for the tires she slashed. <laughs> okay. And then she slashed him. Ooh. How about her? She will cut him. Have you ever had a crazy ex but didn't realize how crazy until the till much later on? A 21-year-old guy in Buffalo, New York named Waylon Frears. He was Waylon after she got a hold of him, wasn't he? <laughs> Why don't you bang the microphone some more? I'm trying not to. Was dating a 19-year-old named Jakiah Williams recently, and they, uh, things went south because she slashed his tires just a few months ago. I'll show you. I'll key your car. I'll slash your tires. Did you ever have a crazy ex do anything like that? I had someone dump. Uh, you haven't met my wife yet, have you? No. <laughs> okay. Um, I had someone dump a box of cat litter on my car. What had you done? I don't even know. What was that supposed to do, though? I mean, what's cat litter going to do? Well, it was used cat litter. Oh. Yeah. I didn't realize well, what, what it was. What had you done? I, I really don't know. I, I had gone out with this girl a couple times, and That's, then you, you know, and then just kinda, everybody, everybody knows why they get their key card, the card key. Mm. I had gone out with this girl a couple times, and then things just kind of fizzled, and then all of a sudden I went out. Did to they my fizzle car. for her, 
Or do they fizzle for you? Maybe not. I don't know. Went out to my car one day after work, and it was just covered in cat litter. Did you wash it off? No. Of course not. It's still on there, probably. (laughs) It probably is. Uh, Yeah. We don't have many details on what happened, but they're not together anymore. She recently offered to make amends by paying him back for the tires. That's lovely. Yeah. It's a lovely gesture. We had a nice relationship. It it ended poorly. I slashed your tires. I apologize. Come see me. I got something for you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, you can have... cut to the gut. Yeah, right. A slashing for you. (laughs) Well, he, you know, shows up at the Burger King parking lot. She's ready. He's ready to get the cash, and and she's uh, not ready for the cash exchange, I guess, because she's got other things in mind, like a slashing she'll go. Goodness. And she slashed him right in the chest. Oof. Drove himself to the hospital. Released. Uh, They released him after he got stitched up. Cops tracked her down, found the knife. The three-inch blade, no word on if it's the same knife she used to slash the tires with, but she's uh, facing attempted murder charges. Just think, you go from uh, just a relationship that didn't end well, and all of a sudden you're in jail for attempted murder. Mm -hmm. Was that relationship worth that? I mean, really, truly. Then then the rest of your life, guess what you're thinking about why you're in jail or however long you go to jail. Yeah. It's just a relationship. It's just a relationship. One that didn't go all that well, clearly. There's just, and I hate to say, but there are other people. Right. There are, you know, there's other fish in the sea. Yeah, I hate that term, but yes, there's other people. How about this one? Gator ate my arm. Man survived for three <laughs> days, lost in the wor- wor- woods after an alligator attack. Three days. This is the epitome of 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 Florida man because he's standing in front of the camera and he just sounds like Florida man. His name is Eric Murda. He was swimming in Lake Manatee when a gator bit his arm off, and he survived three days in the swamp after the attack. Does it say why he didn't come out of the swamp? <laughs> I, oh, I, hold on, hold on. You're finding this funny. <laughs> okay. He's, first of all, he's in the swamp. That's his first mistake. Mm-hmm. Florida swamp. You don't go swimming in the Florida swamp. Right. And, and you know this uh, personal. And then he stays there mm-hmm. for three days. Who is still adjusting to living life with one arm. Mm-hmm. I do want to warn you, this oh. story is graphic. Yes, it is. Florida boy can make. Eric Murda said on July 17th, he got lost in the woods at the Lake Manatee Fish Camp so in Miami City. he's lost in the woods. So he's armless. He finally found the lost lake, in the woods. He decided to swim across rather than walk around. After that, did he swim in circles? Gator on my right hand side. So I went to swim and she got, she got my forearm. So I grabbed her like this and like, she's trying to roll, but she snapped her head, so, so my arm went backwards like this completely. He mm. says he fought for his life. Mm-hmm. She drug me under three times. Whoa. She's already got my arm. Excuse me, there's some inappropriate <laughs> laughter happening here. The man could have died, Kim. The man could have died. But he didn't. No, he did he not die. He just stayed in the swamp for three days. <laughs> What's a- Lost in all this was his last Where name. Where did the gator Murda. go? Murda. His last name is Murda. Yeah. So, so when uh, we came up the third time, she finally did her death roll and took off with my arm. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't giving it back. It's almost like you made friends with her. It's like, well, she took my arm. So I stayed for three days. <laughs> hung out. You know. Maybe she was going to bring it back. I don't know if he was expecting her to return, but hell, let's just take a break now. Let her compose herself. This report is... For you, I guess you moved on really easily. Your number one hit music station. By popular demand, we have brought back the great grocery and gas giveaway. We asked for caller number 10 to 656 star. I think that's what we got. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. Hi, who's this? Colin. Hi, Colin. Good morning. Welcome to the program. You're caller number 10, everybody. Awesome. 
Colin's got his mind focused, Kim. He's got numbers in his head, I'm he sure. Does. He's like that guy in the movie Beautiful Mind. It's just some just prices. <laughs> Massive numbers everywhere. He's got the Food City Circular circling his brain right now. Colin, you're going to listen to Kim, and you're going to guess higher or lower for a $25 Food City gift card. And as opposed to putting you on hold for five minutes so we can chat about something, you're going to you're gonna hang out with us, Colin, if that's okay, because you seem like quite the conversationalist. Okay. Okay, hopefully I don't lose you. Well, you know what? You just call back, brother. we got voice recognition. We'll okay. know who it is. <laughs> All right, here we go, Kim. Lie to the man. Lie to the man, Kim. All right, Colin. Totino's. This is right up your alley, Mark. I love. Totino's Pizza Rolls. 100-count box is $7.99. Is the actual Hold price? On, are you saying seven hundred and ninety-nine? Are you saying seven dollars and ninety-nine cents? Seven dollars and ninety-nine cents. Thank you. Totino's pizza rolls would not be seven hundred and ninety-nine dollars. But I'd pay that for them. I know you would. So Totino's oh. pizza rolls, one hundred count box, is seven dollars and ninety-nine cents. Is the actual price with your Food City Value card higher or lower than seven ninety-nine? Lower. He says lower. Is he correct? He is. Oh, Colin knows his pizza rolls, every single body. The actual price with your Food City Value card is lower. It's $7.49. Oh, 50 cents. Wow. In a sitting. That's the a, whole hundred of them? I could eat all hundred of them. Oh, I know you could, oh, but you don't do that. Oh, I should have. No. That's a waste of $7.49. <laughs> All right, Colin, uh, we were reading this list about the 10 worst traits your boss can have, yelling at people, unrealistic goals, not get organi- uh, not organized, they don't encourage people. But number one on the list was that they're passive-aggressive. Yeah. Is there anybody in your life that is passive-aggressive? Yes, our old boss was. Okay. Do you, are you a married man? Yes, I okay. was. And I'm getting married October 31st. Hey, on Halloween. Oh, congratulations. Oh, let me guess. It's one of them theme yeah, weddings, isn't you. it? Uh, not really. Oh, okay, good. You're not getting married at a Halloween store or anything like that? No. <laughs> well, some people do. No yeah. cosplay or anything? Yeah, some people do. Some people do costumes at their wedding. Yeah, right. Especially I thought about it. get married yeah, on we Halloween. Were, Halloween is a costume yeah, we holiday. we entered in the Aldi's wedding, but it wins. All right, so these are the things your boss is saying at work that are considered passive-aggressive. And one of these, you're obviously no boss, Alex, so, but you use all the time. Oh, I do? Did you know that will do is passive-aggressive? Well, how is that passive-aggressive? First of all, define passive-aggressive. Go ahead and look at it so we can get the actual dictionary definition. of We know what, what passive-aggressive feels like when it happens. Mm-hmm. Do you know the actual definition of passive-aggressive? These uh this is according to a new survey. Here are the most common phrases that make you sound passive-aggressive at work. It's not necessarily just your boss using them, but generally speaking, most bosses do. It's, it's characterized by indirect resistance to the demands of others and an avoidance of direct confrontation. So, like, you, you want, you're resisting what someone says, but you're avoiding the direct confrontation. So you're, right, so you're passive and you're aggressive. Right. So how is will do? I mean, that sounds like, I okay. <laughs> it should work. I'll do uh, it. Yeah, will do. <laughs> will do. I mean, I don't see how that's passive-aggressive. Maybe this, it's the tone you say it will do. How about this? How about will this? One? How about this? Please advise. Oh yeah. Please advise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Passive aggressive. How about noted? Yeah. Noted. Is there a tone to passive? Like if I said, oh noted. Is that passive aggressive, Colin? If I said, oh noted, is that passive aggressive? Yeah, it is. Yes, will do. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, friendly reminder. Oh. Friendly reminder. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that you is. Know, yeah. Why is that nothing other than just being a friendly reminder? Uh, friendly reminder. 
Because people use friendly reminder when they are not really being friendly. friendly. What about heads up? Friendly reminder, make sure you throw away your trash in the trash can and not... Oh. Or friendly reminder, please wash your dishes, don't leave them in the sink. Because they think friendly is making it, oh, you know, mm-hmm. we're not which, angry here, which, we're not... Which makes somebody in the building a lot more passive-aggressive than they thought they, 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 she was. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just this moment in time. Um, uh, thanks in advance, Colin. If someone says thanks in advance to you, how does it feel? Awkward. It's because weird. Because you don't know if they actually mean it or not. Right. It's like, no, I'm assuming you're going to do it because I asked you. Yeah. You know. Oh, and by the yeah. way, thanks in advance. Yeah. Don't say, per our last conversation, that's passive aggressive. How about how, can, how come you can't remind somebody that you've talked about this before? As opposed to saying, you know, remember when we talked about this? That's mm-hmm. more passive aggressive than saying, per our last conversation. I guess yeah. it's the active reminder. I know, I guess, because per our last conversation does not bother me. Because that no, that doesn't bother me. As discussed, you're not supposed to say as discussed because that's you know as discussed. Mm-hmm. It's another way. It's another way of circling back, which is another one mm-hmm. circling back to the reminder system. Mm-hmm. So, well, Colin, thank you for uh, for hanging out with us. We got that twenty five dollar food city gift card. We come back Monday morning, blazing six thirty with another twenty five dollar food city gift card available, and the chance to win gas or groceries for a year from Food City Mountain Motorsports and Starwood two point one. Hold on, Colin. This- Increasing today, rain on the way today, this afternoon, tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Finally breaks up Tuesday and a high Tuesday, 79 fun love degrees. So fall is upon us. Sometimes we wish we could sit in these meetings where they come up with stuff and they and, and someone you mean you, oh my god nobody spoke oh, no, up you're holding your head. I just I just I just there's there's a there's a new stupidity now. Okay. That may have been around. So maybe I shouldn't call it a new stupidity. Maybe I should just call it stupidity. All right. It just people people are stupid. Yeah. I mean there's no doubt. People are just dopey. Dumb. Unintelligent. Yeah. And this is near where I grew up. I know the Aquia Harbor in Virginia. It's a place called the Clubhouse at Aquia Harbor. Okay. They were gonna have a special nine eleven themed meal on Sunday. They wanted to Which is nine eleven. Nine eleven, September eleventh, two thousand one, of course. We know what happened and we still and people still many attribute to that day. It'd be great to be kind of near, uh, uh, you know, on an air wing here, a National Guard air wing on September 11th, which is Sunday, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. the air show, the military jets flying all around. I mean, yeah. you know, kind of a way to remember what mm-hmm. we have, the freedom that we have. When you see those jets flying, that's freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, we fight for the freedom we have. And, but you just want to be that person in the meeting that says, no, you cannot have Pentagon pie. No, you cannot put on this this tribute menu at the clubhouse at the Aquia Harbor stuff like 9-11 oysters or first responder flatbread. You know what happened Ooh. to a lot of first responders? They were oh flattened by gosh. the building. Oh. How about Flight 93 redirect crab dip? Oh my gosh. Now, F- Flight 93 was the one that crashed in Shanksville, right? Oh it, was the, it was the passengers that, that fought, commandeered the plane Yeah, back they fought, the, and they they downed the plane before it hit whatever oh time. I think that was the one. They said it was headed t- for the capital of the White House, I think. I think it was the White House, so that one was. Yeah. How about Freedom Flounder? How about 2977 Chowder? What does 2977 signify? Is that one of the flight no. numbers? No. The number of people that were killed in the attacks. Oh, my gosh. 
2977 chowder. What are they thinking? I mean, seriously? I, now, you know what this is. This is one person. This is one person who puts together the menu at the clubhouse at Aquia Harbor. Mm-hmm. Oh, my word. But it makes the news before it makes, like, the, oh, my God, what are you doing pile. Right. Like, you know, here, put that away. Here, you, you're funny. Okay, cute. Thank you. Do not ever get this on a table anywhere. Let's just call it flatbread and flounder. How about crab dip and pie? Yeah. Right. Or chowder. And the menu suggests chasing it down with a remember teeny. <sighs> and if you can't decide... What you want, you could try everything with the Never Forget Sampler. The club has since pulled the menu, and a man- the manager has apologized. He said, and, th- and, this is, and this is like the worst apology ever. He said, my intention was to bring attention to that horrific day 21 years ago, to honor those who lost so much as well as those who gave everything that day. Well, you've brought attention to it. <laughs> Where's the honor in the 2977 chowder? Uh, yeah. the, uh, I mean, Seriously? It's it's oh uh, you know. Oh my god. So if you wonder, god, you know people can't be that stupid. No, I think they can. There's an operative word in there. People. <laughs> <laughs> Buying a business? Mood. Mark and Kim show. Mood in England right now not real good. They're they're sad about their queen. They or are. or you're Irish just across the border and you're singing about Lizzie in a box. Mm-hmm. And that's horrible. Well, do you understand the political division between Ireland and England? I do, but that seems still that's horrible. Well, you know, there's been attempted assassinations on, not her, but um, on different heads of state. It's It's been a contentious relationship for years, but no more contentious than the relationship between the Queen of England, of course, and Meghan Markle. Oh, yes. The succubus who couldn't make her way to Balmoral Castle. Now, I really think they have had a special relationship. Based on what knowledge there, do you, you have? You give me that look again. I do. Uh, you know, I, I, think you, they you know, I special... actively involve myself in the reading of. I have. I know you do. The Palace Papers by Tina Brown. I've just I read know. the whole thing, and and you wouldn't believe the behind the scenes turmoil that Meghan Markle has caused I at believe... the at Buckingham Palace. There's no special relationship because basically, the Queen herself was one that said, "Stop using Sussex Royal." As a, as a Twitter handle, as a business, you cannot make money off the royal family if you're not going to be a primary member of the royal that, family. But I still and they think, bowed out on their own. But I still think she had a special relationship. She still loves Harry <laughs> I love as this. her- I love this. With yes. who, Megan? No, she still loves Harry as her grandson, and she st- had a special relationship with Megan. I mean, they talk about things. I, I mean, love the how queen, you offered up, but you won't give any reason why you say that. Because the queen had, I mean, she's offered her little throws when they were in a carriage together. They little had, throws? Yes, Throw, like for, over, her, no, over her legs, like a throw to go over her legs in a carriage ride that they were on together. They talk about little um, gestures that she's done with Megan. I think personally they had cute little things that they did together. She, I think she has a sweet spot or had a sweet spot because the Queen's dead now. But for Meghan, but I mean, yes. I'm going to loan you a book. There are turmoil. I don't know, I don't know if you read books the, or not, but I'm going to loan you a book. I do read and books. And then you'll see exactly the person who is the insider of all insiders, the one who's saying that Meghan caused so much turmoil. I believe that, that there was turmoil, but that doesn't mean that on a personal level there can be turmoil Where, where is this love you have family. for Meghan Markle? Where is this? Uh, I don't, I'm not saying that I love her necessarily, but I think that there can be turmoil in a family but still be personal relationships. I'm just saying. Rose-colored glasses, 
People cannot like each other. It's okay. I, I believe that, right. too. I mean, it happens but all I the time. But I think in this case, there are people that have a problem with Megan, and I, I have well, I have thoughts about why they feel that way, too. But I think there's also people who can love her and, and have welcomed her into the family, even if it's not part of the royalty part of it, you know? And yes, there was turmoil when they left their royal duties. Um, by the way, for those who were saying that she didn't go up to be part of the, you know, at the end, mm-hmm. if you will, neither did Kate because she could, she didn't make it either. So for those of you saying yeah. that <laughs> you're such a Meghan Markle apologist, it's hysterical no, where you have this love for Meghan Markle no, for some reason. No, I don't. When, I'm just saying. Yeah. That, Kate didn't show up either. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, and we know <laughs> Kate is, is, you know, that, I mean, now, now William is next in line to the throne. So, I mean... She'll be another queen consort, right? Yes, she will. Or will that be her title? Or will she be... She'll actually be a queen, won't she? Because because Camilla was a queen consort because she will never be queen. And I think that was because the way she came to be in the family. Kate will never be queen either. I don't know. No, no, trust me on this. I thought there was. No, because the line of succession is king to king to king. Okay. Kate Middleton is not part of the royal family other than marrying in, so she may be a queen, but I think she'll be a queen consort in the same way that Camilla is because she was married before he became king. So Kate Middleton will now become Duchess of Cornwall, and then let me see. Yeah, she'll become queen, but maybe I don't know if it's queen. Nonetheless, don't hate on Meghan just because she didn't show up at the the end. She had already done her her, her duty, if you will, by sending an arsenic-laced envelope to Balmoral Castle addressed to to Lilibet, which is the Queen of England's nickname. And that's exactly... Ah, that's how she went. That's the news. That's the news out of Great Britain this morning. No, it's not. That's the news out of your lips. Well, there's something there. So, Mark and Kim show. This is Star 102.1. If you want some good Meghan Markle news, you'll get it from Kim Hansard. You should do a blog about how much you love Meghan Markle. The succubus that is. (laughs) Better get that money. That is Young Gravy on Star 102.1, your number one hit music station. Mark and Kim show. You got to hear one little last audio clip of the day. Um... And you got to listen very closely. We'll probably have to tell you what it is. It's going to be tough to hear. But it's a funny TikTok video of somebody being announced, uh, somebody being alerted that the queen had died. That, you know, we talked about this, obviously, as Kim is on her apology tour for Meghan Markle. Right. I'm um, not. And so somebody comes in where I guess someone else is napping. She wakes her to let her know that during her nap, the queen has died. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll, I'll boost the audio as much as I can without blowing out your speakers. But listen to her sleepy response to who she thinks has died. You know, the queen. Right. Yes. Paige, something bad has happened since you've napped. What? The queen died. (laughs) Now, if you didn't hear that, she said, Dolly? (laughs) (laughs) Here, let me back it up for you. Hang on, hang on. The queen died. Listen, listen closely. The Queen of England. Oh, like the literal Queen Dolly. Yes. Whoa, did she actually? So that means that Dolly, if she's not the literal Queen, she's the figurative Queen. She's the Queen. And she puts the figure in figurative, doesn't she? That's right. She's not wrong. The Queen, but she's not designated. Like there's the Queen of Soul, which is Mary J. Blige. Mm -hmm. Right? Or is it, no, what is Mary J. Blige? No, she is the. Is she the Queen of R&B? The Queen of Soul was Aretha Franklin. Is is Mary J. Blige the, Blige the queen of R&B? Queen of R&B. I think that's correct. Yes, queen of hip-hop soul. Okay. 
Well, the Queen of Soul was Aretha Franklin. Queen of Soul was Aretha Franklin, right. but the Queen of Hip Hop Soul is is Mary oh, J. Okay. Blige. All right. Yeah. Now there's Queen Bee. It is yeah, which is Beyonce. Yeah. The Queen of Pop, if you will, I guess, would be Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Is is Dolly known as the Queen of Country? I she's think just she's a queen. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I think, I think she rises above. Yes, queen. Well, you know, East Tennessee just, and queen. Right, of you're, yeah, you're working down there at Dollywood today. Let uh, let the people know. They need to let, let, let Dolly know that someone thought she that when, when the queen had died, it was it was Dolly Parton. That's classic. The queen died. Dolly. Dolly. <laughs> and she it. clutched the pearls when she said. I mean, she it. was oh, like. Oh, 